Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to Jules Says. I'm Julie Jules. Thank you so much for joining me today for another chat with my friend Carolyn Kelly. If you're a longtime listener, you may have heard our 2021 episode. Yeah, almost two years ago. It's called Fun Friends Carolyn Kelly, where we chat about a whole range of topics, including Carolyn's teen homeless phase how she started dancing, her cinematography work in award-winning documentary The Changing Face of Iceland, her own documentary about Canada's oldest drag queen, Michelle Dubarry. She's done a lot of things. Give that episode a listen if you haven't heard it, or even if you have, you might want to hear it again. Carolyn's ability to pick herself up, learn, and try new things is an inspiration. And today, we're chatting about her foiled efforts to immigrate to her dream destination, Ireland. Thank you for joining, Carolyn. Welcome to Jewel Says. I'm so happy to have you back. You. It's nice to be back. Ever since I met you, you dreamed of living in Ireland. Yes. It's been years. You're a Kelly. You've got some Irish blood in you. Yeah. And then you finally started taking steps to make that dream a reality. Yes. But it didn't quite pan out, from what I understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no. Tell us about not. that. Like, how did it start? Uh, First of all, why Ireland? Uh, I've always had a weird connection to Ireland ever since I was a kid, even though I had never been, and even though nobody in my family had been back since they left and came to Canada, which I have since found out was in the like mid to late 1700s. So this, this my branch has been over for quite some time. So, you know, I'm Canadian. I, I, I'd love to say, yep, I'm, I have an Irish last name. I'm proud of my Irish last name, but, you know, I'm definitely just a Canadian chick. So, yeah, it was like a 30-year dream I'd always wanted. So uh, I finally went uh, October 95. So that was a visit, though, in October 95, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time there. And uh, I backpacked around all over the place. I I met a friend on the very first day who I'm still friends with now, and his family and his wife and his kids now that, you know, we were young back then, but 
we've just always had this weird like sibling connection. <laughs> so we've just always been really great friends taking taking the piss out of each other and we just yeah, he's brilliant and his family's lovely. So yeah, I went there and, and, and wandered all around the whole country and tried to do a bit of research on my family and find where the Kellys came from, which is difficult when it's your last name is as common as Smith. Yeah, McCarthy's but, pretty common too. Right? I yeah. have a good friend there, Declan McCarthy. McCarthy, oh, actually. That's my I, nephew's name. <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah. Chatting. My friend's a carpenter. I was messaging him today. He lives in the Oh, Limerick. wow. Yeah. But you enjoyed the visits. I did. Yeah, I did. I would go back and forth. Yeah. Quite often. I used to go for for three months at a time to either write or edit or just to run away, depending on how my life was at the moment. So. Did you I go did to that. different places in Ireland? I mean, I know you traveled around Ireland the first time, but when you went back, yeah, I did. I would, I would go to Galway. I, I felt drawn to Galway. Um, I fell in love with Clare. I used to go to Clare a lot, especially around um, the Cliffs of Moher. That's my, I, I think that's my favorite place there, to be honest. But yeah, I love Clare, and I've gotten to know people there in some of the towns like Doolin and Listinvarna and. Liz Canner, it's uh, it's just it's so pretty. So I quite well, like and there. the people are lovely in general and funny. Like even the shop girls are funny. You know, I was married to a guy from Cork. The girl's yes. father is from Cork. Right. I haven't been back to Ireland since we divorced. Seriously? But yeah, I haven't. Wow. I did. I found a lot of things different, and I did find. In general, people were pretty warm, friendly, funny. They were just, very funny. The way, and it was dry. It was this beautiful yes. dry wit. Yes. And I really enjoyed the pub culture because when I was young, the bars here were more like, um, and of course, I'm talking, my reference was Sarnia, not Toronto, because I right. lived in Sarnia. As well, a young my woman. reference is Windsor, so it's okay. not that far off from Sarnia. It's a border it's town, lady. So Yeah, they're similar. <laughs> yeah. So, But the so bars similar. were um, almost like more often a meat market, as in a pickup meat yes. market. I mean, it was before yeah. dating apps and Tinder and things like that. Yeah. And so it was just a different vibe, whereas the pubs in Ireland are these lovely, cozy, family-style locals where even right. the dogs and the children are welcome. Yeah. And you would very yeah. often end up having a sing-song. Everybody had a party piece. It's true. And I randomly loved pe that. People yes. would randomly show up with musical instruments. Next thing you know, there's a Kaylee happening in one yeah. corner of the pub. It's, it's mind-blowing. Like, I loved it. Yeah, and, and even if too. there weren't musical instruments, people would just break out and do a song. Into like song. my yeah. mother-in-law had her party piece. My party piece was Bud the Spud. Oh no way! Well, everyone <laughs> wanted to hear a Canadian song. Canadian so, song. Anyway, That's fantastic. <laughs> so I had, I loved my trips to Ireland, but I haven't been back since my ex and I split up, and it's, so it's yeah, changed. 90s. It's changed. I mean. But you finally yeah. made your dream come true. You had all these trips, uh, you had this desire to go back, and yeah. then you took the leap. I took the leap. Um, do you know, every time I was there, it just, I would get off the plane and, and the scent, the smell in the air and colors mm -hmm. and the feeling on your, of the air on your skin. To me, immediately my soul just felt like, oh, I'm home. It just yeah. felt right. Do you know? It just felt right. I couldn't explain it. I, I mean, I'm half French Canadian. My mother's, 
French Canadian with uh, with an ancestor that I've actually traced back to the first one who came over from France for Pete's sake. But yet I, I just always felt much more connected to my Irish side. So every time I went, it was it was difficult to leave to come back to Canada. I, I never wanted to. And when I go over there, my friend Richie, my lifelong friend, Richard Hughes, and his siblings and his they would all text each other, be like, right, Carolyn's coming home every time I would go back over and that oh that kills me. So uh we decided to do it. I had heard and uh I spoken to some immigration lawyer and it said, you know, if you have a certain amount of, of euros and if you now it would be a retirement visa, is what I had heard. You have to be able to prove that you have 50,000 euros each coming mm-hmm. in every year. You have to show that, look, I've made 50, you know, I have 50,000 euros. From what I was told by a couple of different immigration lawyers, <laughs> as long as I could leave that sitting in the bank and take it out every year and just go, look, here, look, 50,000 euros, I got it. There it is. Put it back in the bank. Next year, do the same thing. Then if you could do that, if then, you know, you're okay as a way to prove that you have this money sitting there, you're fine. Because we had enough, you know, with the sale of the house and everything, it's a little over a million euros. And that's only because of the market in, in Toronto. So we mm-hmm. were lucky. Uh, so we, we were told, yeah, 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 you'll qualify. No problem. Yeah, you're good. We, we went through two different immigration lawyers. The first first one's a pretty pretty well-known well name. Like when you, if you Google immigration to Ireland, that's probably the first one to come up. I should have read the reviews more carefully. I did read a few reviews that said, run very far. Do not go near this lawyer. They are scammers. They will take your money. But I read others saying, oh, they were great. They helped us get in, yada, yada, yada. So I think because I was just so desperately hopeful, I believed the good reviews and went with them. Yeah, we do tend to believe sometimes. We do. But our heart wants us to believe. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And I'm just, I'm a hopeful person. I like to see the good and like to hope for the best as opposed to just continuously say, well, you know, you know, the whole world's going to be hit by an asteroid tomorrow. I just don't want to have that kind of outlook on life. It's so, it's no way to live. It's no way to live, really. It's exhausting. And oh, God, is it ever? So I, I chose to believe the good. Reviews and went with these people, and they quickly took I don't know about forty five hundred euros, and then just ghosted us and stopped answering. Wow. Yeah. So we reported them and the emails to the Dublin Law Society. So this is a an immigration lawyer in Ireland. Immigration it, lawyer. It, yeah. yeah. In Dublin. Okay. In Dublin. So it's not like you can get someone <clears throat> in Canada to help you. No. Everyone okay. in Canada will say, "Sorry, you need a Dublin immigration." Right. Okay. Okay. Or an Makes Irish. Sense. Where were you planning to live? I, like, how did you choose where you were going to or planning to settle at that time? After as much as I left Clare, which is in the south, I had decided I wanted to settle up in Donegal. Uh, I mean, and everything I know from my family background is we were from Barry's are in my family as well. Barry are from Cork. They have a strong line from Cork. And I, from what I saw, I think the Kellys were Galway, but my aunt, my dad's sister, says, no, 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 these Kellys are Waterford. And we do have some, like on the Ancestry.com, there's like, there's strong Viking, like 11%, you know, I'm 11% Viking blood from those countries. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Well, then maybe Waterford makes more sense because Waterford was, was Viking settlements. So that probably is, has more truth to it. I don't know. I've not gone that far back. But I had decided 
I wanted to settle up in Donegal, but up in the very top of the country. Mm-hmm. Just the, I don't know, the views and everything. I was really drawn to the water. I was drawn to Killybegs, which is a small, um, really pretty town right on the, right on the coast. I just, I had this strong pull towards there. So that's where I decided. So yeah, I, I, uh, we reported that first lawyer to the Dublin Law Society after all the hoopla. Were uh, you already in Killybegs? No. And trying? Okay, no, 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 so no. you're still, still in, in Canada here. Okay. Still in Canada, yeah, yeah. And the Dublin Law Society looked at the emails and everything and said, what? You paid them for uh, information? They gave you information and said, uh, yeah, you pretty much don't qualify. Um, yeah, thanks. Good luck with that. Have a good day. So they but did nothing, obviously. They're going to protect their own. Yeah. I've noticed that about is I'm uh, sadly I have a lot of different views now about Ireland, and they're not great, and I'm disappointed. Yeah, you uh, must have been crushed. Uh, I was, yeah, because this is a lifelong dream. Thirty years, but you did end up dream. somehow getting there. I did found another immigration law, um, and that one said everything we wanted to hear on the video chat calls. It should have been my clue. They did not say the same thing in emails. So on the video calls, he said, uh, actually, yeah, you should qualify. No problem. This will be so easy. Tell you what, it should arrive within about three months to your paperwork. You, you can, um, you, you can, you can go there now if you want. Look for a house. Oh. So that's how I left. Oh. We, we had sold the house already on the advice from the first one, sold yeah. the house money in the bank rented a stupidly expensive airbnb for a short period of time oh and i heard Um, about that that was another debacle but anyway that's another story i've now deleted airbnb and i just refuse to have anything to do with them ever again yeah they're satan's spawn yeah anyways that's a different story so yeah i believe this guy and uh, i had been staying here at my friend kate's place in toronto in her basement i'm very very lucky so I packed up my two suitcases and dropped a couple of boxes in the in the mail and flew over. My oldest friend Heather accompanied me, flew to Dublin and rented a car and drove all the way to Donegal. Arrived at what I thought I rented a cute little two bedroom place. I mean, it was very basic. The couch was there, the table was there, two beds were there. Everything had come from secondhand shops, which I generally support, anyways. But, I mean, they bought the cheapest shit they could find because half of it was broken. Well, yeah, um, as long as it's not broken and it's functional and it's in decent shape, yeah. Oh, no, the couch had stains and horrible smells. Yeah, and I just, so the I issue isn't the second-hand it shop. It's no, not the, at all. Yeah. It's just oh my what God. The, the cheapest shit the landlady could find and try to squeeze every penny out of me. Your heart um, must have sank when you walked. Do you know what? I thought, I can deal. This is fine. I can deal. I'll adapt. I've lived, you know, I've been, I was a homeless teen for a little while, so I can deal. It's fine. I don't, I'm not bougie. I don't need to be fancy. But the view, I opened the door because it was on the second floor of an old carpet factory in Killybanks. It's at the front of the building. It's a, it's a stunning old stone building. Sadly, there's no insulation, a lot of mold and a lot of rain coming inside the And they won't fix anything. The landlady's shit. She's in the, she's in the town of Letterkenny and she won't fix anything. But, but there was a door with a French balcony. And I would open the door every morning and see the harbor, the harbor that went out to the sea and, and the fishing boats, the massive, massive Atlantic fishing boats that would leave to go fishing from all the different countries. I just would watch them come in and out. That view was life for me. Oh my gosh. 
it got me through very such a cold winter <laughs> for the few months I was there that I um I, I was in my bedroom and I went into the bathroom which was next door and could see my breath. <laughs> well, yeah, people don't <laughs> people don't realize how cold it oh, gets in a damp country cold. like Ireland. I, oh my God! Yeah. Listen, when I visited my in-laws, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm kind of derailing. No, no, go for I it. I visited my in-laws. Yeah. That was another culture shock because oh, they had a very well-kept, lovely home. The roof wasn't yep. leaking. There weren't problems. Yeah. But they had a coal fireplace, and the yep. behind the fireplace was this boiler that apparently was supposed to heat up when you had the coal going and heat up radiators. Right. I used to blow smoke rings in the air with yeah. my breath. That yeah. was it. it That's how cold. I, I don't think. And they're like, but you're from Canada. And I'm like, right. We Nobody realizes it. We insulate and heat our homes. Yes. And I know they do. do there now too. I know. But when you're in a home that's yeah. hundreds of years old, even if you've kept it up, it may not have the yeah. insulation. It may not have the heating it system. Not. The coal fire <laughs> goes out at night. And now you're in a place add insult to injury, you're on the harbor <laughs> yeah. and your roof leaks. Oh, rain was coming in the windows. That uh, must have been a nightmare. Oh, it was. It was. I, I made them come and change out the wood that was sagging at the top of the windowsill mm-hmm. in my bedroom. And they took it out and put in another piece of wood. I'm like, well, that's fucking helpful. Do you know, like you could see the rain coming in and still it would collect on my windowsill because it was the top wood that they replaced. It was just shit. She did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Wow. Useless. Does not want to spend money, but quick to take your 800 euros every month. Or oh. one, you know, little two bedroom. One and a half so bed, how was. was the town? One bath, please. Oh, nightmare. The town was cute. And this is where things differ. This is where I learn things differently now, this trip. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Every other time I had been, I would go around Claire or Galway or like where I knew people. And I would only stay three months. Here was different. I didn't know anyone. I'm the, the, you know, the Canadian, the single woman. Even though, even though I'm like, no, no, I, I, I have a husband. We're, we, we, you know, he lives in Toronto. We are best friends. He's coming too. It's, you know, at some point. But there were rumors going around that I'm a wealthy divorcee who got millions in the divorce. I laughed and called Dale. I said, guess what? We're loaded. (laughs) He's like, great. Who's the guy? I said, I don't know. I'm waiting to find out. (laughs) So the rumors were absolutely ridiculous to where the handyman one day went, are you rich? Like out of the blue. I'm going, uh, I don't see how that's any of your fucking business. And I don't even know you. Too so rude. But he's a handyman. And, uh, he's probably handyman. Gonna use that info to decide how much to charge you, right? No, the uh the landlady would pay him whenever I finally bitched enough to get something fixed. Uh, like I, I need to 
fire detectors, please. I didn't, I didn't have any in the house, smoke detectors, nothing there. Oh, there were so many issues, but anyways, yeah, yeah. uh, it was just a nightmare with that woman. She was happy to see me go and I was happy to leave. No, no, people in the town were nice to up until the point where they were like, you do get a feeling that it doesn't matter what your last name is. And it and and many Americans they make this mistake. I, I've been told they go over and go, "Well, I'm Irish." Yeah, well, not really uh. you're American. So I would say, "Well, my last name is Kelly, and I'm, I'm I've always been delighted with my last name. I kept it <laughs> through two marriages, yeah. but I'm Canadian. Listen to me, I'm clearly Canadian." But after a bit, you'd hear people going, "So, if you're a husband, this is the women as they're holding on to their husbands." I'm going, uh, "Yeah, I'm going to, right." Is he not, uh, will he be joining you? You know, it's not, basically, it's not cool you being here alone. What with our husbands being around kind of feeling? Yeah. I thought, are you kidding me? Seriously, sweetie, don't flatter yourself. Your husband's a nice man, but oh God, no. The attitude changed from friendly, the open words of, oh, you're very welcome. That changed to, really, how, how long are you staying? And I had read that recently. I had read on these expat things that said, uh, Oh yeah, don't let the you're very welcome fool you because you will always be the foreigner. Yeah. And, and uh, that was made very apparent on this this time being You're welcome there. to come from a visit for a visit and spend your yeah. money. But, but get out. Yeah. Yeah. Then go home. Get out. Yeah. And they do call all of us <clears throat> Yanks. They do, which I'm yeah. like, could you be? You know, because I heard that said, even years ago when I was married yeah. to Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd oh, say that people would say uh, you're a yank and i'd say no no Canadian. stupid yank it's like okay yeah i'm gonna punch you the only way to get back at that which i have said it has gotten the point across is when they say well you know you sound american i'm like i know we're so confusing you guys all sound english to me yes i said that to someone once and they're like what like he's like, yeah so vis- offended visibly offended i'm like yep i'm like well, well don't start it you know what don't if you can't tell me. the difference between my accent and mm-hmm. Anyway, it's fine. Exactly. It's just... We, we, it's it, exactly the same. It gets tedious after a while. And I was never there for more than three weeks at a time. Oh, wow. It could have been a lot worse, right? Yeah. So I went over with the view of the lawyer telling me, sure, yeah, it'll only take, you know, within a few months. You can go now and look for a house. I thought, my God, my dreams are coming true. I am going to go there, find a house with f- at least five bedrooms. So Dale and I don't share a room because um, he snores and I can't sleep and he wears one of those breathing machines. And mm. I've been told I occasionally snore because I've had my nose done. So, you know, <laughs> I probably do. I don't know. So it's just better if we have our own rooms. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty common. It is. It's getting more and more these days. Where yeah, if you can do it. Just, yeah, if you've got the room. Oh, it's the yeah. best thing you can do. Yeah. So I thought, you know, a few rooms to run a little elopement venue or, you know, a little, not an Airbnb, but, you know, a, a little guest house kind of thing. This was my goal, you know, something small, something I could fix, something I could draw money to. I was very interested in the fishing industry and the rights and how it's been completely screwed. The, the Irish fishermen have been completely screwed by the EU. And I was very interested in the documentary on this. Hmm. I, I grew up fishing in my backyard. We had a river. Mm-hmm. So I grew up fishing with my dad. No, nothing, nothing like with these men. Well, in, you weren't Kinder fishing Banks. commercially, but yeah. No, no. Yeah. They're big Atlantic, I mean, yeah. scary, scary fishing. I was, you know, backyard yeah. sitting on a dock, sipping hot chocolate. But I was interested in that. I was interested in, you know, trying to draw people there and 
and just bring money, contribute, you know, contribute to the society, to the culture that I had moved to. Did you start uh, you looking know? for places I when you were in bags? Actively looking. I went oh. and toured a few places even, thinking, any moment, my paperwork's coming. Mm-hmm. I better start looking for a house for us, you know, because Dale's mm-hmm. still in Toronto. I was there alone with the dog yeah. with Emer. Paperwork never came. And after three months, 90 days, I went, um, I, I can't stay on a tourist visa longer than three months. That's illegal. And I don't want to be found one day and said, you're here past your due date. You have to leave and you can't yeah. come back for five years. That would kill me. Yeah. I'm just not in the habit of doing illegal things. So I, I was freaking out. No word from the second lawyer at all. Was he ghosting you or just giving you the runaround? Still, to this day, we've not heard from that second lawyer. Oh, ghosting. Took another 4,500 euros and oh ghosted us. Oh, my God. So we're out now close to 10,000 euros. Yeah, yeah. In Canadian dollars, that's a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. And and the th- again, the thought of, you know, all, everything that he told us that we wanted to hear, he told us via Zoom calls or phone calls, like nothing on emails. Dale's going back, looking through the emails, going... Nothing he said to us on those Zoom calls is in an email. So he's protecting his own ass and taking the money. Anyway, right? I I don't know. You know what happens when you go to the law society. They do nothing. Yeah. So I went to the leader of, I I called the office of the Sinn Fein party Mm -hmm. because I know which guys were at COP26 in Glasgow, Mm. where my last documentary premiered to all the world leaders. Oh, my film. So I called and I played that card and said, hi, it's Carolyn Kelly. I was a cinematographer for Change of Face of Iceland. And I I don't normally play that card because it's not my film. It's Mark's film. Although Mark says you were part of it. It's your film too. But really, this was his genius. So I played that card and they got back to me. They said, yes, we we know, Carolyn. We, we, We saw your film. So we're aware of you, who you are, which I was very grateful for. And I said, look, this is the issue. And I said, yeah, sadly... Immigration lawyers are now becoming, it's becoming their bread and butter to scam anyone, take their money and either ghost them or just say, oh, well, it turns out in the end, you don't qualify after all. Thanks for the three or 4,000 euros. It's becoming a problem. Oh my God. So, uh, and I've heard of others also trying to get in, you know, upstanding people who have worked hard and saved money and want to open a business and bring money into their economy shafted and screwed the same fucking way by immigration lawyers and even in if Ireland. What is wanna, happening? And even if they don't want to open a business, if they can afford to live there without running a business, they're mm-hmm. going to be eating and spending money and going places and paying property taxes or whatever the rules are. Exactly. There. Exactly. You know, you're not a drain on society. Not at all. We would be required to pay for our own medical coverage, which we were able to do on this retirement visa. Now, technically, neither of us could work on a retirement visa. So that was the thing I found out after the fact was, well, no, no, you can't work. I'm like, well, see, I shot a couple of things for the, for the UN or I writing, I write, no, 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 you can't. You have to retire. Retirement means you don't work at all. And you probably wouldn't be able to run your. No, that's the other thing that also changed. The lawyers did not tell us. Well, they told, said, yes, it'd be totally fine. It's for your own home. You do what you want out of your own home. Mm. Funny how. Things well, change quickly. As long so, as you yeah. doing it under the table and you don't get caught. No, right? You want to do it on the up and up. You want to pay so, your taxes. Yes, you exactly. Wanna, yeah. Anyway, again, that's so sad. We're doing something illegal. Illegal tactics, really not my my genre. Really, I. You know, this was a goal, and so you must so have long. been devastated. I was crushed. I, I, honest to God. So after three months, 
I was heartbroken. I was confused. I, my God, I just, I, I just can't cry anymore at this age for Christ's sake. Yeah, I was really broken. It was really yeah. hard. So here I am now going, I have no home. <laughs> the home I thought I was guaranteed to come and move to the country. I don't have a country. Uh, Dale's in a little tiny rented condo. His company said, please don't go yet. Please stay and work. You know, we need you. And they just uh, asked him. So he stayed and he was telling me, okay, great. Go find our house. You know, yeah, it's our dream, blah, blah, blah. No, not happening. So I'm, I'm now in, I had moved to a different apartment, which again was just another shit show moving into a ridiculously filthy, filthy house. Still in Killy Banks? No, in the next little town over. Oh, okay. Belonged to this, these other women I met and I scrubbed and cleaned like, my God, it took weeks to scrub and clean and turn the place into a perfectly acceptable four bed, one and a half bath place, which they can then of course, were happy to see me leave quickly so they could re-rent it. And then as soon as I got to, I ended up going to Portugal, of course, you know, as soon as I got there, they ghosted me and I don't hear from them at all. I'm like, really? Wow, really? I was such a horrible tenant for cleaning your filthy, disgusting hovel. See, I hate hearing stories like that because we, I think, I think most people are good and most people want to do a good job. I'm a landlord. We work very hard to keep our place nice. For the people who live there, mm-hmm. we've spent a lot of money and effort on upgrading it. Yep. So I know that people who do that are out there. Yeah. It's well. just really hard to find them, I guess. Now, you went to Portugal. Was that just for a visit? Or? So, yeah, after three months when I thought, okay, I, I can't stay here anymore because this is, I'm good. I'm going to be asked to leave. You can stay up to 90 days in Ireland. I called a friend whom I know from uh, the film industry. Um, this is kind of fun. We met in Prague. She's from France. Her boyfriend's from Poland, but they live in Portugal. <laughs> cool. I know, right? We bonded over food, this woman and I. I, I messaged him went, hey, I've got to leave Ireland for a bit. I'm in Europe. You went, Can I come visit? She's like, yeah, come here, come here. So I went to Portugal for the month of September last year. And we are uh, in Portugal. She lives in the center mm-hmm. of the country, pretty much. So it's 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 hot. It was in the high 30s when I was there in September and I was dying because she's in a big, beautiful, old, um, what's called a master house in mm-hmm. the village. Every village has the big master house that was, mm-hmm. you know, the wealthy family of the village. She bought it. It was crumbling. She has been restoring it back to just glory. Oh, her kitchen. Oh, God, Ooh. her kitchen. <laughs> oh. All from scratch, literally no floors. Like the floors fell in into the cave, which is what they call a basement, into her cave, her floor fell in. So she's rebuilt and done an exquisite job. She really has. So I, I went there, but the no AC is because I'm a polar bear and uh, I, I was dying. But she lives near, it's the nearest city to her, which I, I did go and spend some time in, is uh, Viseu, V-I-S-E-U. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. She, if you Google, it's very pretty. So you were um, there for a month? was there for a month in Portugal. And it was her who said they have a golden visa in Portugal where if you buy an old vintage home, uh, you spend so much money, they give you your residency. Wow. Well, they've phased that out now. Yeah, I read something about that being phased out. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, I don't blame them because people were just easily buying that, buy a place, and then take off within the eu 
where that's not fair to Portugal. Oh, like they're trying no, to, bring, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're trying to bring might, people it, back and money yeah. back. Yeah. And if they have too many people doing it, like I don't know what real estate prices are like in Portugal versus a place like Toronto. You know, you, I know some people talk about, well, they're in a million dollar home. Well, in Toronto, a million dollar home is nothing. Is nothing. Like you yeah, probably, nothing. it's probably middle needs class to be demolished. Yeah. In yeah. in near downtown, in Portugal, you probably yeah. have to oh, demolish yeah. it. So you it's not completely. like yeah. So <clears throat> it's not really apples to apples. But the other problem is if a lot of people are coming from a place like this with, oh, I'm going to sell my home for $2 million, which isn't even an opulent home. It's a lovely home. Yes. And then you go buy something in a place where real estate's a lot cheaper. You're also, if it becomes too common, you're going to be driving up real estate <gasps> yes. prices for the local people. And that's not fair either. That's not fair. That's what no. happened to Vancouver. So it's yeah. happened to Vancouver. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Vancouver's a fortune, Chinese. but yeah. it's cheap compared to Hong Kong. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it is. Hong Kong's lovely. I mean, I don't blame them. I, I love Hong Kong. Jesus. But yeah, have you been to Hong Kong? Cheaper. I have. Oh, wow. I yeah. have. Only not. for a few days, but. I went and it was it was not handed over yet. It was just before they handed it over. Oh, uh, yeah. I, it was exquisite. Jesus. Yeah. It was stupid expensive, but wow. wow so there for a couple I'm nights, sorry. I keep derailing your conversation. This is why do, when Carol do. and I get together, we have to sit in a restaurant that's not too busy and chat for two to three hours. But anyway, <laughs> so your friend suggested. She suggested I go there because... So I had been telling her all the woes of the lawyers, how they misled completely. And then realizing the costs in Ireland have changed so much that a hovel needing a shit ton of work uh, would be four to six hundred thousand euros now. Mm, yeah. Oh, my God. What has happened in that country? Yeah. It's It's so much money. I just can't. I just. It's not as safe as it was before, sadly, and that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's very expensive. So, oh no! Well, I'm sorry no, to it's... hear that didn't work out. Are you too late for the golden Portugal? We, yes, they've pretty much had phased that out. Uh... I mean, that's fine because we qualify for the D7 visa. Oh well, so you've changed gears. You've tried Ireland and decided that's not going to work, even though it was your lifelong dream. And yeah, now was, you're pursuing the Portugal option? Portugal is our is plan B. I mean, it's it's still hard, Julie. I'm not I'm not kidding. It's well, still hard. Well, I think we should do another episode and talk about that process because that you're good. still in the middle of it, aren't you? Yes. Okay, let's park that. Let's put a tab in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to have to have you back. Thank you so much. Is there anything so else welcome. you would like, some words of wisdom that you would like to part um, with before we let you go and make, deal with the next challenge? Uh, make sure you get to, you do your research and read the reviews if you plan on tr attempting to immigrate to Ireland. You're going to need, well, if you want to open a business, then, I mean, you unless you have at least $2 million to put into it, and the 250,000 euros each cash has to sit in your bank at all times. Yeah, they're making it so hard for people to go and to do anything. Now, I understand it for vetting. That's great. Mm -hmm. But vet me as a person and don't just 
and and come down on your immigration lawyers, please, and start doing something for them who are taking the money of innocent people who, who really do genuinely want to. Yeah, they shouldn't be able to get the, away with that. They should not. I'm so sure we have terrible immigration hard. lawyers in Canada, too. If anyone out there listening is an immigration lawyer, yeah. I would love to hear from you. I think that Me would too. be a very interesting perspective. You know, right? as Shakespeare said, what is it? What's the saying? I always forget it. Oh, yes. And I've, I've said this before. There's a quote in, oh, Dick the Butcher in Act 4 of mm-hmm. Henry VI. And he says, the first thing we do is let's kill all the lawyers. And, <laughs> but, but it turns out the context is more complex than just lawyers are all charlatans. I, but I won't get right. into that. I think I've talked about it before. I, I can't believe I actually have a magnet on my fridge that has that saying from one of funny. my little trips to Stratford. That's funny. Anyway, if anyone listening is an immigration lawyer, I'd love yeah. to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Oh, Carolyn. Well, we will talk soon. We do need to get together before you're actually gone, gone. I know. And thank you. I wish I had happier news about trying to get to the, you know, the land of my dreams. Sadly, I I, did too. It was a, it was a shit show, an absolute shit show, and it was devastating. So I'm so sorry. That's okay. But we'll be back hopefully for a successful conclusion to part deux. Hopefully, yes. Okay. Thank you again so much. You're welcome. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow. If immigration is this challenging for a privileged person like Carolyn, just imagine how difficult it is for someone who doesn't have money, who doesn't speak English, who doesn't look Irish, who may be fleeing persecution or death. And if 4,500 euros is considered a legitimate legal fee for information— There should be some accountability for lawyers, not just immigration lawyers. There should be accountability for providing accurate information in writing, and they shouldn't get away with taking people's money to lead them on with false hope. I know there are good lawyers out there. There are. But the charlatans are all too common. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share or ask, email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. And a special thank you to you if you've taken the time to rate, review, or share Jules Says. I'll be back next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.